podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Footballer Season 3, Episode 46. This week, a different lineup. I have Paul Rightfoot and Community Manager of the Footballers Podcast and Helper of the Podcast, George. George, we mentioned you a couple of times on the podcast. This is your second time being on. How do you feel, man? I'm honoured. I think that's the only way I can say. I, you know, I'm a big fan, long-time listener, second time, and all that crap. But yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Well, glad to have you. George is always full of information. He's way smarter than I am, and he keeps me honest. So, appreciate you. Nerdy. Paul, I can't do quite as good as an introduction for you, but welcome back. Yeah, I don't deserve one, but yeah, George is the one who corrects the shit that we say and then he's like, no, actually, that's not quite right. So George is the one usually putting the information there in background and we're like, oh, yeah, of course, course that makes sense. But we were just too thick to figure it out. But yeah, I'm doing good. Um, We've just decided that it is official. I am a FIFA pro. We've always known it like between us, but I think it just became official today. Can you elaborate on how it came to that conclusion? Because I got 11 and 1, and apparently that's the threshold of being a pro. In champs? Yeah. You going to stop there? I might have to. I haven't got time. I've got a podcast yeah. to do, and then I've got to go eat dinner. So I might just leave it at that and be like, yeah, I'm fucking amazing. I go 11 and 1. Yeah. So, you know, so when people say, oh, what's your record? I go, oh, yeah, I go 11 and 1 and just quit there. Basically 19 and 1, right? Yeah, pretty much. If I carried on. If I could be bothered. Yeah, can't be bothered. I wouldn't be bothered either. No, I'm not bothered. The only issue with that is that you wouldn't get the rewards for 11 wins. Because you have to get the point for your losses. Oh, Very true. See, this is why we keep George around. George, this is why George comes in with the <laughs> fucking details and then makes you look like an idiot. You see? Yes. I we're all happy there. Best, best guy on my street and all that. Just gone up to that next level and George is like, well, actually, no, you can't do that. So, yeah. Cheers, yeah. George. But the thing is, you'd probably get the rewards for 19 or for nine wins or whatever and get Red Namer <laughs> or something like that because, you know, it's Probably, you. yeah. Probably. Yep, definitely. I did get Martial this week. That were nice. I heard you got something else too. Something else. That were between me and you, Hunter. I think my... Oh. Oh. My medical history didn't need to be shared on the podcast. I was, I was talking about Kyle Walker. Uh, oh, yeah. I've had Kyle Walker twice release. and he's only been out half an hour. So I'm presuming he's really easy to pack. You know, another one that was easy to pack too is that uh, that shapeshifter Campbell. I feel like everybody packed that card. I didn't. I unpacked him all week and then I packed him today. My yeah, You don't pack bums. 85-25 from level 40. Yeah, I got Dembele and Campbell in that. Never use either of them, but, you know, it's decent fodder. Decent fodder, indeed. Let's get into that because we haven't spoken about Shapeshifters Team 3. I wasn't able to be with y'all last week. I was on vacation touching sand, not grass, but sand. Yeah. And uh, I missed Team 2, but let's get into Team 3. What do we think about, first of all, Team 3, and then we'll go ahead and we'll discuss the uh, mini-release as well. George, where are you at with Team 3? Is it better than the previous two? Um, personal preference, I prefer this team to the last team. But I think if I had to pick one team, I'd pick team one. I kind of feel the same way. What about you, Paul? Um, I think they've done really well at giving us a mixture, but I think I would probably 
take team three just because I really like Pogba. I've used that Klosterman. It was amazing. We finally got a crazy Henri card. Um, Schweinsteiger, he looks good. Loris looks amazing. I think George was saying, has he got the most in games now? Yeah, that's correct. He's got the most total in-game stats out of every player. Which is wild for a goalkeeper. I'm get, I'm fucking sick of these goalkeepers <laughs> in outfield positions, actually. Are you, though? I love it. Yeah. I've, I've had so much fun with it. Oh, yeah. Wait till you've played Czech for the 15th time mm. this week. And uh, it's just the passing the ball, little dribble, L1, uh, step over, L1 elastico, bang. And he's just so fucking strong um, yeah, and so fast. He gets in behind and I don't care what centre-backs you're using, he just bullies them. Mm. Which, you know, it's it's all right. It's a bit of fun at this stage, isn't it? But it just annoys me that it's Czech that's doing it with his silly fucking hat on. Yeah, I've only played five of those uh, Shapeshifter Cup games. It's like I said, I've been away. But the ones that I have played, they've been amazing. Czech is... An unreal forward, unreal attacker. The only issue I have with him, and I think, George, you kind of predicted this, he takes really big touches sometimes. So there are times if you bang in a, a driven pass to him, he's going to take a big bounce and you might lose the ball or he might gain it back and shoot it through a defender's nutsack. I mean, sometimes it happens. These keepers, the first touch on some of them, like that Milinkovic Savage, what an absolute beast of a card. Dude. If you're a bit heavy on the old sprint button like I am, those touches are just just horrendous sometimes do you know what I mean yeah but you know you you, you always have it um, before we got these guys who are really good with big hefty strong players mm. these cards are an absolute dream for those type of players like the Matt Meta the Meta aren't they definitely ultimate Matt Meta but you know somebody else that you know, it's not quite here to defend himself at the time, but, you know, Steve's really good with the big guys. Yeah, I've heard Steve's good with big guys. <laughs> he can't hear us. <laughs> he's plugging so, his headphones those, in, but before he puts them on, I'll say, yeah. I've heard rumors that he's really, really good with the big guys. Yeah. Goes all the way with them. All the way. Bangs yeah. it really hard with them. Yeah. Steve. All right, Steve. Welcome back. We were just uh, not talking about you. Yeah, so we were just talking about uh, some of these bigger lads that we have from Shapeshifters, in particular, VMS, six foot eight CDM. I was skeptical at first, but that card is the, it's the best card in the game for the money, I would say. I mean, it's too bad he's already expired, so if you didn't complete him, you missed out. But we were talking about how good you are with big guys. I've been known to handle a big guy <laughs> in my time, Hunter. Probably not to the extent that uh, that, that Matt Lambourne has. Um, he's the king of the big guys, but yeah, I mean, especially this year with the uh, with the lengthy meta, it's, it's still hanging around, isn't it? Still effective, and uh, yeah, I think I think you said that you've got is it four goalkeepers in your team at the moment? Yeah, I do. I've got four of them. It's um, so we'll go run through the squads here. Let's let's go through the squads since we have shapeshifters completed now. So I've got Ter Stegen in net. I got Gigi Buffon at center back, VMS at CDM, and Chech at striker. How does that make you feel, Steve? Game's gone. Totally abandon it. Stop playing. Yeah. Wait, I mean, wait for FIFA 24. We'll all be good. Do you want to know the goalkeepers I've got in my team? I do. Ter Stegen. Yeah. 
Goalkeepers I've got in my team. Mike Manuel. There you go. And I'll add, the goalkeeper I've got in my team is Samba. There we go. You only need one. Okay. I'm the only one that's goalkeeper crazy right now. Yeah. Well, I think more to the yeah. point, Paul, I think you're only supposed to have one, aren't you? Otherwise, they're not yeah. goalkeepers. What do we think about it, though, Paul? Like, w- this this whole idea of goalkeepers playing strikers, CDM, c- center back, this, the whole shapeshifter idea, they went a little crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mind, like, Harry Maguire getting a striker. Um, and even the odd goalkeeper as an outfield player. But they just overdid it, I think. They just went a little bit wild, didn't they? Um, and I don't know if we've got a full goalkeeper 11 now. But I, I don't think we're we're far off. Um, no, but yeah, it's it's just a little bit too much for me. And I, I imagine that's more because I keep getting battered by Czech. He's just fucking annoying as hell. I've already said this twice in the podcast now. That's how much he's annoying me. Isn't this something to do? Isn't it a sort of hangover from they they had more wriggle room to to change player dynamic ratings and what have you a few years ago and they've just they've fucked about with it ever since really and it's just this is taking it to the to the nth degree isn't it really it's just uh, yeah I mean but what the hell next we, I think we had a bit of feedback from from last week's pod uh, where, where me and Paul were criticised slightly for, for talking about women in FIFA but uh, it, it does yeah. make you wonder where it'll all end if, if we will actually have women in FIFA one day well, I mean, it's it's kind of a nice segue to go into, and we're not going to go into that same discussion again, but for someone like myself, who's against the idea of mixing women and men in foot mm. on the basis of they don't do it in real life, so why would you do it in the game? I'm also a hypocrite because I'm enjoying goalkeepers at striker, Ugh. right? What, what do you mean you're enjoying it? It's It's something different, right? It's fun to when somebody starts running around the pitch celebrating on you after scoring with a striker to make him look silly with a goalkeeper and then run around and do the same celebration to be toxic back, right? So maybe that's just my toxic nature. I don't know. Probably. To check, though. I, if it went away, if they didn't have goalkeepers playing striker, it wouldn't upset me either. I would prefer the game to be like it's supposed to be, in my opinion. Players playing where they should play. But it's apparently very popular with the community because all of these ratings on Footbin are very positive. Unlike the women... Czech could actually play up front for Chelsea if he wanted to. Anybody can play up front for Chelsea right now, man. Or if he was good enough. Um, that's not true. That's not true about the females. I mean, to some extent, there's always been this this kind of culture in football. Maybe not so much these days, but occasionally you get players that played centre back going up and, and playing at striker. The likes of um, my my voice sake, I suppose, Chris Sutton. Started out as a centre back, mm. and and ended up playing striker. Dion Dublin, you know, there's a few examples of that. But actual goalkeepers going up and playing striker, I'm not so sure about that. Both ex Norwich players, I will add. Very good point, George. Very good point, Norwich. Is, is that Mike Walker being creative? Then this will mean nothing to anybody that's not over the age <laughs> of seventy or, or a Norwich fan. But yeah. yeah, maybe it was Mike being creative, but. <laughs> I know Dion, it was just because he couldn't move by the end of his career, so we lumped him at centre-back and he just had to hoof the ball on the wing to Huckabee and that was our only tactic. The point being, yeah. I mean, even Norwich wouldn't have played Brian Gunn at the striker, would they? He could head the crossbar, though. But again, it won't mean anything to anyone else. 
Mark, there's the wrong answer as well. You, you meant to reinforce my point, George, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you didn't you didn't get the intro, but what do we think about Shapeshifters Team Three? I'll, I'll give you the mic to uh, kind of give your review of Team Three and the promo as a whole. What do you think the best team was, and why? I think Team Three is is about as good as it gets. All of these cars are pretty much out of my price range, but I mean cars like Pogba, How uh, Felix, you know, beautiful cars, especially with the five star skills. And you you can't go wrong with any of them, can you? Really, Dembele. Harry Maguire, I suppose, but I mean, you could say, you know, it's, it's a novelty card, but he's got a 66 defensive rating, which is probably more accurate than his, than his gold card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I mean, I know it's a fun promotion and I know that I'm a killjoy and, you know, I have, I have no sense of fun whatsoever. Pretty much like Paul, but not quite as joyless as him. Um, but, I was going to say, you're, you're quite joyless today. Well, you know, it, it rubs off on you eventually, doesn't it? Mm. But yeah, I, it's, I don't know. If you, if you like it, enjoy it. If you don't like it, then, you know, carry on as you were, I suppose. But they've got to do something, haven't they? They've, they've got to keep it going into, yeah. into September somehow, I suppose. So, yeah, there we are. I like what they did with Balak. Even though I'm not a fan of these big clunky guys as wingers, but they made two versions of him. One that could basically play anywhere as right mid, left mid, right wing, left wing, and the same for fullback position, which really gives you options as far as players. And I'm always a fan of options. I just, I think what they did with Saul Campbell was a complete waste because that made him extremely unvaluable. Nobody wants a big, clunky, heavy, unturnable person at, at winger. You need somebody that can dribble and yeah, he's going to hold the ball up for you, but you want somebody that's going to be able to move. Yeah, essentially. You want a fucking goalkeeper there, don't you? <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Yeah, excellent point, Steve. God damn it. Um, I don't know where I was going to go with that now. Conte, Conte SBC Paul, we had a conversation about this. When he came out, I was immediately I was going to do him, right? And then I noticed the price tag and I knew it was going to be high. And you told me VMS. VMS is going to be better than Conte. I said, bullshit. I did VMS. I played with VMS. And I'll tell you, VMS is better than Conte. I haven't even used Conte. Well, I would jokingly say that VMS will just stand on him. He literally will. Because of the height difference. And then George sent a clip that somebody had sent of, <laughs> of him doing that. Um, but yeah, I just think if Conte was half the price and you're a Chelsea fan, yeah, go do it. But um, I think at this stage, it's just too much, isn't it? Yeah. And they only had him out for, what, 14 days at first, and they actually realized that's kind of ridiculous to have a card that expensive out for just two weeks, so they'd actually change that, right? Yeah. Is he out for 30 days now, is he? 60. I don't know. 60? Yeah. See, yeah. this is why George is here. <laughs> what about the shapeshifter Trent? We didn't talk about him. I didn't really find it too attractive. He's quite expensive for what he is, in my opinion, considering the other options we have. Steve, did you check that one out? Uh, I, I'm aware of it. Yeah, obviously. And it's, uh, you could argue that that is actually a, a, a far more realistic card ratings wise than, than his regular card, because I think he started out as a midfielder, didn't he? I think, do you remember way, mid. way back when, when we had Fabrice, Fabrice Moamba on yeah, the podcast? I do remember. He was saying that he coached him as a midfielder initially. And uh, yep. he moved back to being a defender, didn't he? So, and I think that's the role that he's that he's going to play with Liverpool more in the future. It's bloody expensive. I mean, you know, half a million coins, but uh, <laughs> it's 
it's probably going to last you the rest of the cycle, isn't it? You'd, you'd be disappointed if, uh, and that's that's the point with these cards, I suppose. That you know, if you, if you're going to spend your coins on these cards, Paul is probably the one to ask more than anybody. But uh, you're, you're going to get bang for your buck, aren't you? you? You're not going to be replacing any of these cards through the through the rest of FIFA twenty twenty three, I guess. Yeah, I think it's that stage in it now where you know have some fun, use different cards, and spend your coins. We'll probably be going on to this later, but we've got footies coming up this week, so stuff just gets cheap. We get crazy SBCs. Um, yeah, if you fancy an SBC. And we're just getting so much fodder. Um, That's what I was going to say. The amount of fodder that you're getting every day, pretty much, it's got to go somewhere. You don't want to get to end at game and just have fucking stacks of 87s in your club that you've that you've you not used and, and regretted it, you know? Yeah. I feel like if anybody just, even myself, you know, I've been playing probably three games a day on PS, three games a day on the, on the new Xbox account, which we can talk about that in a minute, but just playing those six games, I'm getting loads of, of fodder from just standard objectives, the timeline with all the packs on there. There's, there's lots of fodder to be had out there and it's very easy to get without even really specifically trying to do any specific one. One thing I did notice, so I bought an Xbox two weeks ago and we haven't spoken about it, but the gameplay experience on the Xbox that I've had is loads better than PlayStation. And I can't understand why, I can't explain why, but it's way more consistent. And I wonder if this has been just the bulk of my issues lately. Is is it PlayStation specific? Because we've had lots of issues, Steve, in the past with PlayStation specific glitches, problems in the game. And likewise for Xbox, but there seems to be far fewer on Xbox. And you guys all play on Xbox, right? Yeah, I've been yeah. been trying to tell you for a year. You know, never mind. Yeah, uh, it must be refreshing not to have to change your controller settings every time you log on for a start. It is, and it still happens every time I log on to PS Five. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've one, it twice today. The only one to keep an eye on is time finishing if you use that, because on Xbox it does occasionally turn off. I've had it. Probably every couple of weeks, my time finishing will turn off and I have to go back in and turn it back on. But if you don't use that, obviously, mm. it's no issue. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're one of those players that just spams the shoot button, yeah, it'll, it'll fuck you. But if you play like a normal player, it shouldn't be an issue, right? Have you seen Hunter play, George? He, he very rarely gets as far as shooting, <laughs> let alone time finishing. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's not a case of spam. It's that I want to use the time finishing mechanic. So obviously, if it's switched off, then ah, you can't use. Yeah, it. that could be a problem. And yeah, I've never been one for time finishing, but I've got better at it this year, and it's so beneficial. Hmm. I feel like people were promoting it early on, and then it went through a period where I don't know if it wasn't quite as good or what. But well, they nerfed it for a while, right, Steve? Yeah, don't, I mean, there was a point where even a lot of pros weren't using it because the. Uh, the risk outweighed the reward, but that's that's been dialed back down to uh, to a point where it is worth using it again. And it's it's just one of those things when you've learned it, it's not going to change, you know. So if you if you can get it off, um, as Paul was saying last week, I think you know if you if you're playing squad battles or, or grinding anything in in moments, which I, I still don't believe people play moments, but in, in that kind of thing, it's a perfect opportunity to to practice it, get it down, and and once you've got it down, it's just like. Uh, it's like riding a bike, you know, it's, uh, it's dangerous on, on motorways and busy roads. Hmm. Why do you think it is though, Steve? You mentioned nobody really plays moments anymore and myself included. 
I mean, I can sit for two hours and play those moments in MLB The Show. This wouldn't be a footballer's podcast if we didn't mention the show. No. But how is it that I could play two hours of that and then can't be asked to play three minutes of moments in FIFA? Probably because you know that the rewards that you're getting in the show are going to be worthwhile. Whereas with with moments, what do you? I, I think they've really missed an opportunity. It's still a gamble, right? Well, it is, but they've missed an opportunity. I don't think that the um, again, it's risk and reward, isn't it? You're risking your time in order to to get pretty crummy rewards. There's they could have put unique cards in there, or I mean, even God forbid, unique stadium items that people might have liked. But it's just crap. It's just you, you, no. There's there's no motive to play. I don't think. Whereas if you're doing it on MLB The Show, you can see ahead of time what rewards you're getting. You can see that you will get unique cards and what have you. But it's, it's I, I think they have tried to copy the, the model of, of, of MLB The Show and Madden and what have you. Uh, they've just done it really badly. And uh, I hope if it does exist next year, then it's, it's revamped and made a bit more creative as well because it's... Um, you know, the, the the tasks that you have to do are not exactly imaginative, are they? So, And everything's on amateur as well. Yeah. That's the one thing I've not understood. Yeah, there's no challenge. No, you literally get the ball, you walk in a straight line, you do your five passes, one, two, one, two, one, two, then you shoot and then a challenge over. Yeah. So there's just no fun in it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be kind of neat if, it'd be kind of neat if they made kind of like blended moments in with the skill games. And also put a reward path within moments. So you could learn to play, do different things, and it would force you to try new things and you get rewarded for getting it right. I think that would be a good way to quote force players to practice at certain parts of the game because so many people still, myself included, sometimes just just want to spam those through balls and, and get it from back to front ASAP and put it in the back of the net. No shit. Fuck you again, Steve. That's two in one podcast. It 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 does look like they are doing something with moments in the next game cycle because they have added co-op to mm. uh, the moments, it seems. So it does seem like they'll, they'll be doing something anyway because um, I wouldn't imagine they'd add co-op just to leave it as it is. So hopefully it's, it's something a bit more uh, entertaining. Something else they could do as well, something really simple, is just instead of it all being from open play, why not say, you know, score this free kick from this distance like, I don't know, David Beckham did against Greece in the North Euro, what, 2004 qualifiers, was it? Or, you know, just, just freshen it up. And, and I remember that. Yeah. They did that at the very start of the year, though. I remember the first set that I done was a free kick that got five yards further back. As it, like, for the set of moments. And that was the very yeah. first one I'd done this year. And I was taking them with Trent, I think it was, because I think I had a lone Trent or whatever. And I was trying out knuckleballs, all these different ones from different distances. So I thought, oh, this moment could be quite good. But then, like you say, they completely abandoned it. They even had one skill mode or one mode in moments where it was just skill moves. And you had to, each moment was, you had to do the same skill move three times or whatever, and then you'd pass it. So it was a way of, teaching you all new things there was one for timed finishing and one for chips and then it all just went away and now as you go in there now you get a lone peter crouch after being out for five five months and then you have to score a goal with him and that's it that's all they've done so they started on the right track and then they just completely abandoned it it just feels lazy right yeah as always yeah Yeah. 
good ideas, poor execution, like so many other things. Looking at FC24, we'll, we'll end the show with this. We have, we're going to have a short show this week, scheduling conflicts, but we'll go out with this. FC24, what's one thing that you would remove from the current game and replace in FC24? I know I'm putting everybody on short notice here, but fire will. Tom Kalefi. I think the game has taken. It, well, it's, no, it's time to. It's time to call it as why, it is. Why are you giving shots at Tom? Because man? the game has taken a massive step backwards in the last three or four years un, under his production management. It's just become slow. It's become defensive. It's uh, just purely in terms of gameplay. And I think you've got to hold somebody accountable. And maybe that is slightly unfair on Tom. I mean, I know he's not the be all and end all, and he's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but I. Hmm. I just I hope it goes in a different direction. It's I, I think it's been heading backwards the last the last three four years under the under the current development team, and that's yeah maybe that's a pretty heavy shot to take. But uh, hmm, it's honest. So the de- the development team, yeah, yeah. We don't want to throw shots at specific people and get banned. Well, I, uh, Tom's a big boy. We like Tom. And they probably, probably don't give a fuck what we say about him, to be honest, anyway, does it? No, you're right. I mean, it, it is harsh for me to sing that, Tom. But I'm, yeah, I'm just saying basically the uh, it, it needs to be developed rather than uh, what's, the ob- what's the opposite of developed? Uh, retarded? Underdeveloped. Yeah. Undeveloped. No, I'm going with retarded. I think Premature. I think the game's been retarded for the last three years. Mm. Like most of us who fucking play it. Exactly, Paul. Yeah. Well done. I teed that one Thanks up for you. No one. You nailed it. Cheers, yeah. Matt. Cheers, Matt. Even Paul gets it right sometimes. Paul, what would you take out of 23 and replace in 24? I would take out some of these um, crazy packs. These, you know, these rather well, 500k packs. The ones you opened? I opened some of them. But only because they were there. And that's why I want them taken out so I don't waste my fucking coins on them every other week. So remove the uh, the option because you have no self-control. Yes. Okay. Well, we are retarded, aren't we? Yes. I don't think you're allowed to say retarded in that context anymore, quite honestly. We are unwise. Yes. Foolish. On YouTube, they say redacted to get round the, the strikes. Redundant, redacted. Well, redacted means hidden, doesn't it? That means like when something's blacked out. Removed. Than- yeah. But they just say it. Like, instead of saying rape, they say grape, so they don't get... But I don't think you're allowed stuck. to say blacked out either, are you, these days? It's, uh, just, well, that's uh, what you're allowed to George, say. George, what would you days. take out of FC23 and move into 24? <laughs> well done, H. I'd take out Paul's pack luck. I'd remove Paul's pack luck. Yes. And I'd give it to myself. That's fucking brilliant. George is smarter than all of us. George is not invited on next week. Yeah, you're fired. Contradicted me twice. <laughs> Shocking. There we go. He's fucking took yeah. my pack look away. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do then? Well, you just have to go pro, won't you? I mean, you're already there, aren't you? Remember? Well, I am already there. Steve missed this bit, but... Um, oh, no. Paul won 11-1, so he's basically a pro. I'm officially a, fo- a pro FIFA player. We've spoke about it a lot. Right. Over the years that, you know, I'm probably a pro at that level. And today, it were confirmed. Because, I mean, a lot of pro players go 11 and 1, don't they? Exactly, Steve. You just confirmed again that I'm probably a pro. The main thing, Paul, is that you go out there and you just have some fun. 
You know, because it's all about fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's all I do. Fun. I'm all about the fun. Just make, the fun and the vibes. Make it joyful. I would remove skill-based matchmaking from FC23. I was just going to ask you. Yeah, I, I gave myself a chance. Skill-based matchmaking. It. I would go back to the old model like we had when we had online seasons and just completely random you play in your region. That way you don't have to connect to somebody and bum fuck fucking Egypt when your ELO gets to plus 10 or whatever it is. I don't think you can say bum fuck Egypt. Do you, um, do you, have you found that matchmaking is better on the Xbox? It's hard to say because I'm still, like right now I'm in Division 7, starting from 10, so maybe there's just more people there to, to connect to, but we'll know more as, as I keep playing and, and, and go into next year. But I just feel like if we had regional matchmaking that took precedence over skill-based, mm-hmm. we would have way con- more consistent gameplay. You wouldn't have these games where, like Paul, he's 11-1, and Paul knows in the back of his mind, if I continue to play, them, this gameplay is going to go to shit because I'm going to mm-hmm. start connecting to people in wherever, you know, that are also 11 and 1. So, bumfuck Egypt, probably. Bumfuck Texas or bumfuck Bradford. Yeah. Just for it, it, just, it just takes away from the game and it makes people feel like, I'll never know how good I really can be if I'm constantly hindered by shitty gameplay at the end, right? Well, I think Paul knows exactly how good he is and that's why he quit at 11 and 1 before it went to shit and became 11 and 9. Exactly. I haven't quit. I was talking about quit and I haven't quit yeah, yet. Yet. Okay, you need to post a picture when you're done with the final record. I might run out of time. I won't quit. No, no, no. Give away those wins, Paul. Just because I'm a good guy, I might do that. Okay. That's probably what a pro would do, isn't it? No, absolutely not. A pro would go into the game, kick it out of bounds, and quit. I see a lot of them do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right, I need to go get my curry. I'm fucking starving. Paul, where can they find you on Twitter and not Twitch? Right foot, W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T, right fucking foot. Steve. At bumfuck England, at B-U-M-F-U-C-K-E-N-G-L-A-N-D, at bumfuck England. Nice. At the foot coach. George, do you want to plug yourself or you don't give a shit? Nah, I don't really give a shit. I'll be in the Discord if you need me, I'm always here. Yeah, me too. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Podcast Network.